Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. Hey, creepies. Hey, creepers. Welcome back to another Horror, Wine, and Crime. Excited to have you guys here today. HWC coming right at you. HWC, place to be. (laughs) We're slowly integrating that now, guys, um, because we're, you know, we're a thing now. So instead of, (laughs) instead of, instead of, yeah, instead of horror, money, crime, I mean, not instead, but you know, acronyms, you guys already know us. We're just going to shorten it to HWC. We're slowly going (laughs) to, slowly going to integrate that. (laughs) It's just a lot easier to say. Yeah. Less of a mouthful. Um, Which could be disappointing for others. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> but that, that's a different podcast. That's a different, that's a different story. <laughs> so Friday, um, I met up with Lo and her husband and we saw the new Halloween movie, Halloween Ends. Yes, and oh my god, you know what the best part of the night was? The Moscato. <laughs> well, now you got me second. Second guessing. I was going to say the amazing Mediterranean food we had before that. Oh, true. That was good, too. That was very good. I wasn't sure because we rolled up and it was kind of like a, a Chipotle setup, you know, or like a Subway setup where you go to the counter and you order it like right, like piece by piece type situation. Um but mine was delicious personally. And I know I think you guys like both like yours too. Yeah, I found it online. It's in Rochester Hills. I think it's like 2491 Street Food. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, hey, you good? You're good. They both said, yeah, let's try it. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And uh, I would definitely go back. Yeah, me too. I liked it. It was definitely a nice, a nice mix up. I liked it a lot. I got the, um, the falafel. And it was chef's kiss. <laughs> Delicious. It was huge. She had a lot of food. <laughs> it was ginormous, honestly. I got a bowl with lamb. Yes. I wasn't sure how to order my sides. It was like being a subway, but not knowing what all the stuff was. So I just kind of winged it and it came out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered, they asked you, because you were in front of me, like what sauce to get or whatever. And you're like, um, the garlic. So then they asked me and I panicked and i just like yeah the garlic <laughs> well i knew having. the garlic sauce was going to be hopefully a win because i love garlic sauce yeah it definitely was a win yeah i go to local joints sometimes just for the garlic paste and bread just have as a snack in the house oh my god so delicious yeah so delicious but anyways back to um the movie halloween ends um we won't give any spoilers away because i know it just dropped so yeah. people are still checking it out. Um, I know you can watch it for free on Peacock, which is what we should have did. Oh, shit, but, really? <laughs> well, I wanted the movie. I think it was, yeah, it was like fun, like the experience of going out. And we were hoping that my husband would have been a trooper and put his Michael Meyer costume on because he's got the authentic one. Yeah. But he didn't. Boo. So, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but yeah, we, we had wine. He had a beer. We... Went to the theater, kicked back, relaxed. And then the disappointment just hit you in the face. <laughs> Slapped you in the face. Um, I won't, without, like I said, giving too much away, 
Um, although if you look on the internet anywhere, it tells you everybody's bitching about this movie. Nobody liked it. Yeah. Um, I feel they did Michael dirty. Yes. Uh, he wasn't as much of, I just feel like he wasn't as a part of the movie as it's, I mean, the movie's a fucking about him, but he, it wasn't really. I know. And people are saying that because he's Michael is so old now that he'd be moving slower. But I mean, everything the man's gone through, I feel like moving slow would not be his, uh, yeah. that man, that his man downfall should have died like 30 years ago <laughs> and he's still still kept trucking along so um i wanted to see a like all balls out showdown like down to the last breath barely surviving but one of them wins between laurie strode and michael meyer and it literally was like a five minute scene like bam done I'm like what That's yeah it? yeah um, um yeah it wasn't it like didn't I just feel like it didn't stay true to like all the other movies like the the, the classic like the way that it is you know what I mean like it just straight it was a different kind of movie for sure yeah um me and my husband talked about it on the way home and you know he said oh, he thought it was okay you know and he looked at it as in the new guy like the the baton was being passed yes. down, like the torch was being passed down to him, and he was looking at Michael as uh, um, like like inspiration, like a leader. Yeah, like let me be a grasshopper. Teach me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, this isn't the credit Kid. Like this isn't how this happens. Like, right. You don't get trained to be a serial killer, like. No. Yeah, it was very, I will say it was very, it was like a very slow moving movie. I feel like if this was a movie on its own and it wasn't the Halloween franchise, I would have been like, oh, that was, a, you know, that was a pretty good movie. But the fact that it was literally the last Halloween movie and it 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 just didn't stay true. It was just, yeah, it was, it was on the disappointing side for sure. Yeah, and I do feel bad, though, because I know the actor, uh, Rohan Campbell, is who played Corey, I feel like he's getting a really raw deal because even a lot of the stuff that I read, they're coming after him saying that he ruined the movie and this was terrible. And he didn't ruin the movie. He did a good job in the role he was told to do. Exactly. Like the director ruined the movie like the writers the writers the producers all those people he did his job yeah he went out for a role he got the movie i think the role he did he did it well he played a good crazy dude yes so i think it's terrible that people are giving him backlash for this yeah it's not his fault because he didn't write the story he he did his job he did it well it's just not the story that people wanted to hear. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's, that's ridiculous. What I about. Yeah, that's not fair at all to him. Like, and how horrible. Like, he was probably so excited to get this role because, you know, you would just think, oh my God, I'm going to be like pretty much the star of the Halloween movie. Like, and then um, to just be shit on. 
in this horror genre of the people that like horror movies when I say to work with the queen. Oh my god, right? Jamie Lee Curtis, like right? like how insane is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sad that people are like putting it on him. Cause yeah, he he did a really good job acting. I think he's a great actor. But it was just like you said, the everyone behind the scenes who created the storyline of the film. So we won't say any more about it because I know there are people out there that haven't seen it yet, but um, I would just watch it on Peacock if I was y'all. Yeah, save some dough if, I mean, unless, you know, I mean, I get it. It's fun going to the movies and like having an experience, whatever. But um, if you're going to be like super disappointed about it, then yeah, maybe save save it for another movie to go out and see. <laughs> But there are two. Um, I am interested in watching my best friend's exorcism, which we saw the preview for. My best friend's exorcism. Was that not the same night? Wait, are you talking about um, the devil's pray or pray for the devil? No. Were you not there? Don't you remember? You were there too. (laughs) Sorry, I made her love it um, Wait, it's, like high, it's like the group of high school students was that in the theater we saw the preview a group of high school students i saw the nun one and then there's a- Me- there's megan the doll that comes to life like, yes the doll oh, then there was I the harry the harry potter one, one in the cabin harry potter in the cabin you know ron weasley um yeah, that one looks kind of good too. Evil Ron Weasley. Yes, different different side of him. I can't think of the high school student ones though. Um I must have been was I no, I went Chris Lowell, um Amaya Miller, Elsie Fisher. What's the name of it? My best friend's exorcism. Let me Google this really quick. I swear people wish she was there. It's like a teeny bopper high schooly college. Oh, you know, was that the first? That was the first um preview they showed, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I got distracted by all the other ones. <laughs> that's right. I feel like I just don't remember that one at all. I mean, I slightly do, but I also now you guys know why I drink. <laughs> I was too busy sipping on the uh, sipping on the wine. <laughs> Which, you know, I will say Moscato and popcorn, not a bad mix. Yeah, I can't do much popcorn. I can take a, a couple pieces, but my body shuts down when I eat too much popcorn. <laughs> but speaking of drinks, do you want to tell the people what we're drinking today? The coolest, the coolest name ever for a bottle of wine. We are drinking the Velvet Devil Merlot by Charles Smith. Yes. Oh my God. I am obsessed. And it was only like 10 bucks. And if you're a true fan, you guys know that we never do Merlots, but we saw the name and it was like, we can't say no. We couldn't resist the Velvet Devil Merlot. Oh my gosh. Merlot is a little dry and it's a little uh, party tart. Yeah. 
that I normally would drink, but we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because it goes pretty darn well with the subject of Lowe's story that she researched for today. So I feel like it's a little bit fitting. <laughs> and we're going to start. So Crystal, you ready? Dax, what up? You ready? I was about to say, I was about to say, wait, we can't miss Dax again. <laughs> but you snuck it in there. You got it. <laughs> All right. So this one, it's actually in the news. I think right now, I think it's a... um still in the headlines on your your socials but I came across it and I'm like what a bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's the best oh my gosh Uh, and I'm like how in God's creation did this happen yeah um we read on we will find out yeah when you told me like you told me like very small gist of what this was going to be about and I was like so intrigued I was like wait what and how and why so very excited I sent her a little bit of homework before we recorded so she could get caught up on some stuff yeah very wild guys very wild so this is the suitcase killer Sarah Boone Sarah Boone is a 42 year old woman who lives in the OC Florida. OC Florida. Um, with her, yes, not to be. Not I was going to say, welcome to the OC. Bitches. But she doesn't deserve it. No. Okay, <laughs> hold so. that. Hold that. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so she lives in the OC with her boyfriend at 4748 France Court. You can actually hear her 911 call reporting that her boyfriend is dead after a game of hide-and-seek. Um, if you've ever listened to the 911 podcast, The Operator, it has the actual 911 call on there. Sweet. So you can listen to it. I love that show. The guys, they crack me up. They just got the right bit of funny versus serious. There are some episodes I'm not going to lie. They bring me to some tears, but... I, uh, I enjoy the podcast. After a night of puzzles, painting, and drinking Chardonnay, Jorge Torres Jr. had climbed inside a suitcase as a joke, assuming he'd be able to get out. But... Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so there's a YouTube video of it, and it shows interrogation um it's on the law and criminal channel and sarah talks about how she left a hole for his finger so he should have been able to unzip it himself and get out yeah (laughs) i watched this interrogation i didn't watch the entire thing because it was like two hours long but i I like i watched some of it and then i would skip forward a little bit her the her explanation of what happened this whole thing of like the hide and seek and like oh i used my one i used my one finger to unzip it a little bit so there's a little bit of a hole so like he could have gotten out it makes the whole story makes no sense first of all why would he just be like yeah i'll get inside this suitcase i don't i just don't believe i just don't buy any of it 
And a grown-ass man unzipped inside a suitcase. I got to imagine the squish that he had to bend. His hands were probably, and arms were probably locked in a stuck. He had no room to, like, oh, stretch over and just unzip. Like, there's no wiggle room there. Yeah, it was not a large suitcase. Like, it was like, I feel like what my carry-on suitcase looks like. That's what I feel. Like, it was not very large. He must not have been that big of a man because... Or very bendy, props to him. Sorry that... Uh, yeah. It took his life, though. That's terrible. Yeah. So, the next morning, she woke up to find that Tori's wasn't laying in bed next to her. He was still in the suitcase, and he wasn't breathing. Tori's willingly hopped in the suitcase, and Boone closed it up. She told police that her boyfriend had been able to stick two fingers out of the case, so she figured he'd have no problem freeing himself. The Orlando Sentinel reported, figuring that he would join her shortly, she went to bed, falling asleep around 12.30 a.m. on Monday. Boone said she woke up to her cell phone ringing and went to go check on him and found him unresponsive and not breathing. Her first call, though, was to her ex-husband, who lived a few minutes away, but he urged Boone to call 911. Orange County deputies reached the scene minutes after she called 911 and pronounced him dead on the scene. Now, you can hear in the 911 call, when, she, when they answer, they're like, 911, what's your emergency? And she's like, yeah, um, my boyfriend's dead. Like, she's just very, like, nonchalant like, about me. it. Yeah, um, me and my boyfriend are playing hide-and-seek, and um, now he's dead. And so they get her information, and then the paramedics are on the phone with her, and they're like, you know, can you give him CPR? She's like, yeah, I already tried it. He's purple. He's dead. And they're like, you know, I need you to start doing, you know, uh chest compressions yes and so they make her do it and she's counting and she's like oh my gosh she's like he's dead like he's purple he's not breathing and it was just like so sad to listen to this because just her whole like even you see on the youtube videos her whole just like he's dead dude like this is a waste of time why am i doing this like it was very terrible to hear when Boone called the police that afternoon, she claimed that she woke woken up several hours earlier, but hadn't been alarmed by Tori's absence because she figured he was in a different room using the computer. Okay. But when she went downstairs, he was still nowhere to be found. That was when she realized he was still in the suitcase and she freaked out. Deputies found Tori's body next to the suitcase by the apartment's door with a small cut on his lip, bruising around one eye. According to the arrest affidavit, Moon allowed them to search her phone. It contained two videos that contradicted the story that she told them earlier. Um, so there is a, a trigger thing here. It's kind of harsh. Fuck you. Fuck you. Stupid. 
That's on you. So hopefully you guys can hear it and Crystal doesn't have to edit it out because it's too quiet. <laughs> but <laughs> um that's basically him begging, like Sarah, I can't breathe, Sarah. And clearly she's head drinks, you can tell this tone in her voice. And she's just very, very harsh, just like that's my name, don't wear it out. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's how I felt when you choked me. Yeah, karma, you know, and she's just very, like, very sadistically, like, whatever, figure it out, either get out or die, pretty much, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, it was, like, so, when I, like, first watched it, it was, like, kind of, like, unsettling to watch because you just know this man's literally dying in that suitcase and you just see it moving like up and down like him pressing against it and you can tell like from his voice he's starting to feel like weak and stuff because he's just like Sarah I can't breathe Sarah and it's just like and she's just sitting like like she's like sitting on the freaking couch like watching it like it's a show and she's just like laughing and it's like it's really really unsettling like very much like you said contradicting what she was saying before like oh it was a game we were playing hide and seek like it's like um he was begging you to get out and you were just like sitting there filming it like being like a few and like oh well that's what you get for cheating on me yeah that's my name like just horrible horrible oh yeah no it was uncomfortable <laughs> And if you go back to the YouTube video, they ask Sarah about the scratches on her back, the cut on his lip, the left shoulder that was bruised, the contusion that he had. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she's like, well, he did fall off his bike the other day with his friends. I felt awkward and embarrassed for her even responding that way. What is he, two? Like, yeah. he fell off his bike and got a boo-boo. <laughs> like, and then she's like, for his black eye or shoulder. Oh, and also he... <laughs> He has this bad habit of running into walls quite often. It's it's a thing. It's a bad habit of his. Yeah, like she's coming up with really? like these quick excuses, like to be like, well, really? well, this is probably why, and this is probably why, but I have no idea. <laughs> so then it goes on to say, she goes on to say, we it was a good day. We had a good day. And I'm looking and I'm just like, really? Um, she was so confused because they didn't touch each other that day. It was a good day. He was playing with the dog and he was happy. You will hear her say that. And I'm just like. Yeah, she kept repeating that, like, in the interrogation. She kept repeating, like, we've been good. 
the past the past week or whatever we we've been good and then like as a little just even a couple minutes go by in the interrogation you know she starts saying how he's abusive towards her she never does anything she's like i don't ever do anything i i never touch him i never drink i never do this i never do that but he 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 harasses me he hurts me and he's like the um one of the interrogators in the room were like well what do you mean you were good then if he's like also doing this she's like well i was good <laughs> like she just keeps changing the story and like going she's just so wishy-washy with her um with her answers that it's just making her look so unreliable yeah she goes on to say like i'm here for him i tried to help him i was trying to he was doing good we were were having him not drink and we weren't drinking but it just said they had chardonnay and then she's like well i can't get drunk i don't get drunk i can't get drunk like it's really hard for me to get drunk and i don't like to because i like to keep my wits but then she'd be like well i was kind of, i did have some drinks so my wits probably weren't 100% up to par yeah like they they showed her that video that you just played and she's like what is this i don't i don't remember this i don't oh, remember she won't even this. watch she won't even watch it yeah she's like she knew. i don't know if i don't know how much i can take i don't know how much i can take i'm like really you don't know how much you can take but you can sit there and watch your boyfriend slowly die in a suitcase in front of you but you don't know how much you can take oh she knew like yeah i'm busted like there's no getting around it yeah that i think she didn't want to see it because that was her panicking yeah there's no way she was gonna get out of that no but they did do some research and uh there had been some history of abuse and arrests she claims to have bailed him out three times. And again, like she said, even now that he's dead, I'm still here to help him. That's not why you're there. Yeah. Um, but as the research went on and they dug, they found that most of the claims from the 911 calls and whatever, they were all on her. She was always the aggressive one. So there was a strangling 911 call, but from what I see on here, it looks like she was strangling him. Hmm. So how the story has changed, Miss uh Sarah Boone. Yeah, spishy spishy. Yeah, fishy fishy. Yeah, something. So Boone's and Tories appeared to have a troubled history. Court records show that Boone was charged with battery by strangulation in 2018, and she and Tories returned home from a bar, got into a physical fight. Police noted that in arrest affidavit that Tories had red marks and abrasions on his neck, and that Boone had abused had an abused right eye. Both gave contradictory stories about what happened and said they did not want to testify against each other. The case was later closed. A neighbor, Elijah Walker, said it wasn't unusual for the police to be at the couple's apartment. The walls are very thin, and you can hear them yelling, shouting, slamming things around. They definitely had a violent history, from what I can tell, and hear through those walls. Boone is being held without bail and faces life in prison if convicted. 
She is represented by Orange County Public Defender, which has not yet commented on the case. Boone will face second degree murder. The trial is scheduled to begin at 9 a.m. on Fox 35. They're gonna stream the trial live in a video and it begins on November 7th, 2022. So when we know more, you guys will know more unless you guys tune in to watch it, which I'm kind of curious. I know, right? Um, but sorry, it's not a real long one. It's kind of a shorter one today. Um, but it just kind of caught my attention because I don't understand why a grown man would be like, okay, I'm going to get in the suitcase. I mean, I guess if it was like you had like a very good, solid relationship, like, I guess if Pat asked me to get in the suitcase and he's going to try to zip it up, real talk, I'd probably be like, okay. Right, right. <laughs> because I trust him, but I mean, after reading this, maybe I wouldn't, I don't know. Um, but I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't have to long night of drinking. That might be dumb. Especially if he's been drinking too, because what if he does pass out and forget about me? Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but even then, I'd still have to question his motives. Like, why do you want me in the suitcase? Like, Right, especially when there's a, a violent history between the two anyways. And he did have all those, like, cuts and bruising. Like, I rem and I think he had, didn't he get hit in the head too? Like, it, they said that it looked like he had... Like he was hit on the one side of his head. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, did she like hit him, get him down, like almost like where he's kind of passed out, and then like put him in the suitcase, and then he eventually, obviously, like came back to his senses, like woke up, and then was just like trapped in this suitcase, like. I guess we'll have to watch the trial and find out exactly. Yeah. The ways and hows and... She seems to be sticking to her story, but uh, I don't know. It's just not looking. It's not looking too good for you, homegirl, Sarah. It's not looking too good. No, it's not. Especially with, you know, obviously past records of them two having issues and um, the video, the video of just how rude she was while he was begging for his life oh my god that video that if if i mean if that video didn't exist it would be probably a little bit of a tougher trial you know for people to make up their minds but i feel like that video is just like she she's guilty like sign sealed delivered sign sealed delivered she is guilty because He's just begging for his life and she's just laughing and like saying all these like she was angry, clearly. She's like, that's what it feels like when you choke me. That's that's what you get for cheating on me. Just all these things. It's like the the video is just like damning to her. And I wonder when they, you know, she when she was in the interrogation room and she was like, you could search my phone. I mean, you'll see, you know. I took pictures of the night, whatever, when we were playing, like hanging out, you'll see. I wonder if she deleted the video because she looked shook when they pulled it up. Like, she's like, what'd you find? 
And they, she looked shook when they said that they found this video on her phone. I wonder if she deleted it and she thought that it just like would be gone. But like clearly they can like pull up deleted yeah, shit. You gotta, you gotta delete your recently deletes too. Yeah, I I'm, I have a feeling uh, she did not know about that feature on the phone. And or she was drunk, forgot that she recorded it. Yeah. Called 911, they took her phone that fast, you know. True, like, yeah. Because we all know criminals can be stupid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and not very classy. They're like less classlessly. Less classlessly. I mean, speaking of, I could roll into uh, some less classlesslier cases if uh, if you would like. <laughs> I still found some for us. What you got, KK? I did. Usually Lowe's got the less classlesslier guys for us, but um, I will. I'll read us some some of a couple that i found all right so for our first one this is kind of a a situation where you know people record themselves doing stupid shit uh, and they post it on the internet not really thinking much about it but you know sometimes you could get you can get busted you can get in trouble for posting these these things so A 35-year-old man from a village in central Israel was arrested after letting his dog drive his car. So, according to reports, police say they became aware of the incident after a video of the man allowing his dog to drive his car was posted on social media. So, in the video, you can see a vehicle moving down the streets of Israel with the dog on his lap and the paws on the steering wheel. Like, the dog was legit driving the car. And um, Jerusalem District Police identified the driver from the video and ended up arresting him and hit him with a fine for driving a car that did not pass a required road test as well. So... Uh, you know, no word on whether or not the dog will face any charges for <laughs> driving without a license. But um. oh <laughs> my god, it's kind of funny, um, dangerous, yeah, funny. I know. Um, but people, if you're gonna do stupid stuff, don't put it on your social medias. I know. I, I totally get it though, because I feel like. I feel like this is like a little bit not as less classlier, but um, because I just feel like if I took a video of someone like and their car, their dog was driving a car, I would like post it on Snapchat <laughs> or something because it'd be so freaking funny. But yeah, I'm um, sure. and he was probably driving with his knee, like yeah, it probably wasn't as like. I mean, I doubt he was really letting the dog steer. Probably <laughs> looked like he was right. I, I mean, how many times have you, you know, used your knee real quick while you grab something, or you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not I ideal. Mean, I don't do it all the time. No, probably. just in just in you know necessary moments, because <laughs> it works. Yeah, I guarantee his knee was on it or something, or I don't even know how long the video like fully was um so it could have just been like a second but yeah the guy did uh end up getting getting caught from that (laughs) um so the next one a guy in missouri that allegedly live streamed threats to bomb and kill people while he was in character as the dc villain the joker as everybody knows um he claims that it was just a joke 
So this incident went down back in March of 2020, um, but recently was updated. So the man behind the Joker stunt is Jeremy Garner. He claims that he was like, you know, doing like the method actor thing. He was in character, but he wasn't like dressed as the Joker. You know what I mean? Like he was just like saying that he was acting as the Joker. Um, he says that he was like acting and talking like him. He had no intentions of following through with any of the threats, but he like live streamed it. So obviously people were freaked out because like, how are they supposed to know that he's doing this Joker impersonation? They probably just thought he was like mentally ill and like going to actually try and bomb them. But um, after prosecutors reduced the charge from a felony Garner was sentenced to 60 days in jail plus credit for time served after pleading guilty to a misdemeanor charge of making a terrorist threat um so yeah this should go without saying but if you don't want to go to jail you know maybe role play as a character that isn't known for killing innocent people in terrorism in comic books and movies (laughs) seriously people yeah (laughs) Uh, especially in the world the way it is today like yeah they don't take that shit lightly because you they shouldn't because it happens sadly way too often yeah so don't live stream any threats please everybody just aka if you didn't know um and the last one a florida woman pulled over for a suspected dui tried to prove her sobriety by doing an <laughs> by doing an Irish dance during her field sobriety test. So this whole situation happened in April um when 38-year-old Amy Harrington was involved in a car accident. When officers arrived to the scene, they say that Harrington had, you know, full-on bloodshot watery eyes like the dead giveaway that she had been hitting the bottle a little too hard that night um she was struggling to stay on her feet and follow instructions um causing them to suspect that she was obviously driving under the influence so they started to do their typical field sobriety test and um you know she had a different idea she gave up on walking a straight line and opted to instead do an irish dance to prove that she was sober um and she was immediately arrested and charged so (laughs) i don't know if the irish dance really would help if you can't even walk in a straight line i i would love to have seen this so-called irish dance that she was trying to prove being sober with but um i don't think it helped (laughs) this one kind of reminds me of the one that we talked about the lady said she was driving with only one eye so she didn't see double yes i forgot about that that's kind of what it sounds like this lady too like well it's gonna throw shit to the wall and hope it sticks for real honestly those have to be like the funniest to me just because i mean i don't think that drunk driving is funny like at all obviously but just when in cases like this when nobody gets hurt and they just do stupid shit to try to act like they're sober when they're clearly not. It's just the hilarious. Are stupid. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I've totally forgot about the double vision one. <laughs> oh, but yeah, those were, I thought those were stupid, <laughs> stupid, funny. 
kind of want to see the dog drive though. I know. You know what? I'm going to search for that. <laughs> Actually, if she I, finds it, she'll post it on her social. Yeah. I, I think I still have the um, website up that I found that story on. So I will. And I'm pretty sure there was a link to the video. So I will post that on Facebook because I think everybody wants to see that. Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> the man went to jail for it. Actually, I don't know. No, he didn't end up going to jail. He got fined, but still. Yeah. But yes, those were the less classicier uh, stories of this week. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss KK, for the the giggleness you brought to the world. <laughs> My specialty, <laughs> just giggling through every sentence. <laughs> um, which, by the way, I do want to say, um, hopefully, Crystal will post them on our website. Um, but she was Velma at a party that she went to <laughs> with her clan. And I just want to say she killed it. <laughs> Thanks. It was really cute. It was really cute. Thank you. Thank Although, you. Although Velma had a lot shorter hair than I remember. I know. I Crystal went from her the more sexy Velma. I really couldn't commit to cutting my hair that short. You know, I, I got the fake bangs. I had the clip in bangs, um, which I need to wash because they got so wetty by the end of the night. And a and note to self, I will never be cutting bangs myself because that's irritating in my face. But there's I got so many jokes that are going through my head right now. OK, yep. No, but I <laughs> just keep them to yourself. <laughs> not the channel. But I did send her a Marco Polo about a cool planner that I bought because I needed one. And Crystal always has her phone out. She's like, let me check my calendar. And she's like, always on top of shit. <laughs> I need one that I can physically write in pen and write down. Like, you have the classier version. So I you. have like the old school stuff. Like I have the lazy bitch version. <laughs> you can definitely tell like the, the difference in era that we came from. <laughs> But so I just wanted to show her. I'm like, oh, look at my cool calendar. I'll be as cool as you. And she didn't watch it until like later. And she responded when she was at the bar and drinking. And it was really funny. It was a mess. I was like, well, Chris or my daughter was next to me. And I was like, eh, Chris will have a few to drink. And then I was like, I think she just dropped her phone. And the kids are like in the toilet. I was like, I hope not. She picked it back up and was talking, but uh, she lost her wits for a second. That would have been wits. <laughs> nice. I like I threw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Luckily didn't fall in the toilet. Um, yeah. But I was not. I was a mess when I responded to you. But <laughs> but I did get to wear my glasses in the bar. And that was an experience. I was like, whoa, I can see everything. This isn't normal for me. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, the, the girl from Orange is the New Black. Hot Donna. Yes. Um, and I got to wear my glasses for that one. So I was excited about that. Yeah, I feel like from now on, I should just choose like costumes where I can wear my glasses. Then I can just have like an excuse to be able to see the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yes, thank you for uh, bringing this story to light because wow. <laughs> because wow. It was fun for me and I wasn't even there. But I wanted yeah. to give you a shout out because you look really good in your costume. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to another 
HWC. Heck yes. Thank you guys. Um, and we will catch you next week with uh, another episode. Catch you outside. How about that? How about that? <laughs> but until next time. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Hey, creepy. We've got to go. Bye.